Shri Gauri Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki jai Kantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai Gaur Bhaktabrinda ki jai Gaur Premanande So we're continuing our discussion from Srimad Bhagavatam At the end of the in the completion of the uh, Gopi Vastraharana Leela which we discussed briefly over a few days <coughs> Uh, the chapter proceeds with uh, several verses that serve to introduce the following chapter. And um, I've mentioned before that we are going through the Leelas in a chronological order as um, pointed out by Diva Goswami, Sanatana Goswami also, um, who have referred to other uh, sattvic puranas uh, and demonstrated that the chronology is uh, not uh, what uh, drove the kata, the discourse of Sukadev. Sri Sukadev Goswami Ki Jai. Sukadev Goswami, of course, is said to have is said to be an example of one who uh, became perfect by what? No. Kirtan. Raj Pariksha was hearing. He was on the other end of the equation. So, this is his Leela narrative, Kirtan, Leela Kirtan, in effect, type of Kirtan, reciting the Puranas, the type of Kirtan. Because this is the Bhagavad Purana in the tenth canto. And so, a word about his own um, uh, order of things may be useful because I've mentioned before that out of his bhav he's speaking, but what does that mean? Hmm? Is that just a way of saying, well, he got it out of order, we'll just call it his bhava? Hmm? Or is there something to that? Well, we can see it here nicely. Um, for example, I, I mentioned that in the in the previous chapter, previous to the, the 20, what is it, third chapter, the 22nd chapter, excuse me, which has gone through Gopi Bhastraharana Leela, was the Venu Gita. There he's speaking about the gopis who have been married or betrothed elder gopis, and um, he envisions them amongst themselves speaking out about the powerful effects of Krishna's flute, Venu Gita, the song of the flute how it affects them, how it affects others, and so on and so forth. And so, Svukadev, in his Baba, this is called Swarasiki, he's, 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 the Baba is flowing in his heart and, expa- and showing itself. Hmm? And from speaking about the elder gopis and their paramour love, this is what's, of course, the, the main topic, in a sense, that's building up uh, the romantic life it builds up to the tenth canto, which is kind of the acme, and then reflects back on that through so many cat chapters, cantos, and so forth, including the Matura and the Dwarka Leela. We should say shedding light or looking back on the Braj Leela in general, but this is the central focus of the Braj Leela. And um, so, having spoken. About that, his his heart naturally goes to another circumstance that's very similar, and that of these Kumaris. Hmm? We explained that, right? And you can see this kind of the natural sequence hmm? that that he's following, or through out by which these these um, visions are coming to him. Hmm? And so, having uh, spoken about the sages, these are now sadhana siddhas, right? Kumaris in the Prakat Leela. They have this desire, just like the older girls, they want to marry Krishna. Hmm? And having concluded that, where does he go? Where does his heart take him, naturally? Hmm? Well, it takes him to a similar situation. A similar situation wherein hmm, another group of ladies also develop this kind of affection for Krishna. Hmm? 
and thus he wants to speak to us. Well, he, he's forced, he's caused, if you will, driven to speak about them. These are the yajnik uh, brahmanis, the wives of the brahmins. Now, their situation, all these girls' positions are slightly slightly different, but they have something in common. Hmm? They want to have Krishna as their husband. They have romantic feelings for Krishna. They have kantabhav. Hmm? This is called uh, also, it's a short for sambhogecha. Each of them have a desire. Mayi is filled with the desire for for giving uh, satisfaction to Krishna's senses in um, romantic union. Hmm? The other prominent type of Madhurya Rasa underscored by Rupa Goswami and Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is Tadbhav Ichamayi. Icha means desire. So to be filled, Mayi, with the desire for Tadbhav, which means not with a desire to have to be a um, a heroine to the hero, like Chandravali, like Radhika, hmm? but rather to assist one, serve one, be the friend, be the, the handmaiden of one who does. Of course, principally, the, the principal heroine is who? Srimati Radharani. Hmm? So we see this, Yuva Goswami says, and this is the preferable one. Hmm? Now there are different shades of this, of course. Radharani has a number of friends, and the, the leading friends are Vishaka and uh, uh, Lalita, who could be heroines themselves, group leaders themselves, but they uh, are more inclined to towards supporting Radha in her love, although they may have romantic dalliance with Krishna which gives pleasure to her as well, um, they are also a form of this tadbhav. But the tadbhav, and they have their, pri- their, their priyasakis serving them. And then, and then as we go down the line, then there are the nitisakis, pransakis. These last two are, are, are sometimes referred to as manjaris. Hmm? And so when you get to this manjari um, and it's a very extreme form of tadbhav, so they, they're not all interested in having a relationship directly with Krishna. And the wisdom of this, or the math of this, of course, is, is that, well, no one could get closer to Krishna than Radha. No one could please him more. So let us attach ourselves to her. And the argument, of course, is we'll get closer than anybody can who's a, who's a competitive heroine. Hmm? Right. Of course, now this is competition in the spiritual world, so uh, it has its place, but it's, it doesn't have an ugly side like it does here, hmm? or it can have here. It doesn't have to have here either. Um, so, uh, so um, there are, anyway, there are different types of um, uh, girls in different situations in the Prakat Leela. Hmm. We found the Kumaris. We heard a little bit about their situation. Now we go to the Yagnik um, Brahmanis, the, the wife of the Yagnik Brahmins. Hmm? Now, if you follow the Bab a little further, into the heart of of uh, Sukadev, then where does he go from there? Well, in the context of speaking, as we'll see, about the wives of the Brahmins who are who are uh, uh, very elevated devotees. Hmm. and whose husbands are not, there's a contrast between the two of them, hmm. between the Varnashram and what might be called even Asura Varnashram rather than Daiva Varnashram, and the Bhakti of the Yagnik Brahmins' wives. There's a considerable contrast that's being brought out. So this is the first time in the Bhagavatam Leela narrative that this uh, there's this very clear... Um, demarcation between the Varnashram and the and Bhakti. Hmm? And that will be followed in the heart of Sukadev by what? In the order in which he gives the chapters. Next comes the Govardhan Leela, hmm? which emphasizes the same point, right? Hmm? That don't worship the go- gods, Ma Mekam Sharanam Braja. Only me. Hmm? 
worship many gods like Indra, this is all Barnashram. Hmm? Worshipping Indra so that we can get rain, so that we can have food. This shouldn't, they shouldn't do this. He gives us reasons and so forth. Hmm? So this is a, this is, he's kind of in a little bit like a needle, as they say, with the Yagnik Brahmins. He's shifting from having talked about the different classes of ladies in the Prakat Leela hmm, in Braj, these three groups, if you will, hmm, uh, and having to talk about, and having talked about the, those those uh, Yagnik Brahmins, you can't talk about them without talking about their husbands. That's an important part of it. So he drifts to this, and from there into the Govardhan Leela, which is, again, the same emphasis, hmm, and so on. Hmm. This will give some example of how the Leela is coming in its heart and has an order to it, right? Hmm? An order for, the, for, for the, the feeling, the essence of what the, the, the particular uh, chapter is about. We may not always be able to trace it out, but here's a good example. Hmm? And that'll take us through four, four chapters covering the, the, the Govardhan Leela and so forth. Hmm? Now, of course, we're following, as I said, a different order, the chronological order, which will make, uh, um, which we may insist upon and think is more important. <laughs> What's the order here? Why is it out of order? Hmm? Uh, that's the that's the problem with Navadweep. It doesn't look like Vrindavan. You say Bhakti Binod says Govardhan is over here and Nandishwar is over here and that. In the brudge, they're closer, they're in proximity here, they're spread out everywhere. And that is the, the problem with Baba. Krishna in, in the Baba, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he's in a new Leela. Everything has come along with him, but they've landed and <laughs> and they're trying to figure out where they are. Hmm? All, the, all, the, all the places, all the trees, the mountains, the devotees, and so on, and, Chaitanya, and Krishna himself. Where am I now? Hmm? Hmm? I'm in the body of a Brahmin. We heard this morning. Hey, Gopal, hmm? the cowherds of Godrum seeing Krishna during Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu during the Purvana Lila, when they're just going out, corresponding with Krishna Lila, going out and herding cows, they're going out performing Sankirtan. And in the Ganga Delta, there are some boys herding calves, herding cows. Who are they? Bhakti hmm? Vinod envisions them. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of an uh, apricot gore leela narrative on the part of Bhakti Thakur. Mm-hmm. And they see him and they say, Hey, Gopal, you may be dressed like a Brahmin, but we we see you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Come, I'll carry you on my shoulder and take you back to your mother's house, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And in the apricot gore leela, Chaitanya Nityananda Prabhu turn into Krishna and Balaram. Hmm? The Ganga turns into the Jamuna. Hmm? And they enter into the Aprakat Prakash of the Brajali. The other devotees in there, uh, Siddharupas, relative to the particular Bob, they could enter with and come back into Gauralila. Hmm? So, this is, a, this is the uh, mid, mid-morning uh, Godrum Leela. Godrum, of course, is the island of of Kirtan, and many Sakiras Leelas manifesting there in the vision of Bhakti Thakur. So, today we come then to Sukadev's continuing narrative, um, is, which are the last um, few verses of the 22nd chapter after the uh, Buster Harna Leela ends. The gopis are sent home. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he says what? Nigat art katape tigme chayabi swabir atmanaha atapatraitan viksha tuman aha bhajokasaha so he begins by saying that, uh, that by telling us, now my heart has taken me to another season, but again, there's a similarity here, as we'll see. Hmm. It will come out at, after six, seven, eight verses that ends the chapter that takes us into the next chapter where the, the, the Brahmanis come into the, into, in, into the picture, right? 
But here he says, in the hot season, nigata, arka, atape, tigme. Oh, these are all uh, describing the the nature of the hot season. The sun, the arc of the sun is longer, and um, what it is uh, very atape, very hot, fierce. And so on, and so what is uh, very uh, desirable at this time is chai, chai, some shadow, hmm? some shelter from the sun. Hmm? So he says, "What chaya bir svabir atmanaha." He says um, that when the sun's heat in the summer became very intense. So now we, we've we've heard at the end of our previous narrative that after the gopis went home under Krishna's direction, then the winter became cold and lonely, and and there was more news about the the, the marriage arrangements of the elder gopis. This is piercing Krishna's heart. He's playing his flute, passing into the spring, into the summer. We, it's all this is bringing us around to the autumn season when the consummation of their marriage, their union will take place and he will meet with the older gopis, uh, uh, adolescent gopis as well, in Rasalila, right? So we come to the heat of the summer and uh, and there's an event here, as I say, that's related. More ladies who want Krishna as their husband. And so he says, what? When the sun's heat became intense, hmm, Krishna, he he saw the trees, and they were acting as umbrellas, providing shade. And thus he spoke to his boyfriends as follows: Hey, Stoka Krishna, hey, Amso. Shridam Subalarjuna Vishila Vishabho Jasvin Devaprastu Varutapa Pashataitan Mahabhagan Parartai Kantad Jivitan Vata Barsatapa Himan Sahanto Varayantina. He calls out the names some prominent uh, sakas, some priya sakas, some priyanarma sakas, some sakas. There are basically four divisions of sakas. Priyanarma sakas are the, the they have a similar age to Krishna. They might be a little younger, but they are mature for their age. Hmm? They are uh, very adept at assisting him in his romantic pursuits. The priyas, they're, so their sakya bab is touched by by by, by Madhurya. Hmm? It may come and go, but I think it would be more accurate to say it may rise and fall relative to the circumstances in the Leela. Like a Sanchari Bhav that comes and goes, and when coming it augments the Stai Bhav. So the, their dominant rasa of Sakya, which is favorable to Madhurya, it may bond with Madhurya, and I gave you the example the other day, like honey, with like yogurt, it will become sweeter with a, with a drop of honey. Mm-hmm. So they like, they're attracted to, they're sympathetic to the romantic affairs of Krishna, how that is affecting him. They want to be part of that part of his life as his friend, right? Mm-hmm. So, to the extent that the occasion arises, this Madhuri influence is present in them and augments their uh, their, their sakya rasa. Now, as I say, it might be likened to a sakya, to a the influence of a, a stai a sanchari bhav. Sanchari bhavs are bhavs that rise and fall, come and go, and and and. Uh, Serve the ebb and flow of the saiba, the dominant relationship, right? The self-defining sentiment. Mm-hmm. But 
And while this is the case, when these such rasas mix, typically the you have the main rasa, let's call it the Azubadas, the, the Anga rasa, the body rasa that defines you. There's an Angi rasa that serves as the limb that sometimes comes if it's favorable and augments your rasa. Mm-hmm. So typically, again, this acts like a Sanchari. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not a Sanchari, Bob, in the sense that it could be another prominent rasa. Like Madhurya rasa is not a Sanchari, Bob. It's a Stai, Bob. But it could act like a in, in the sense that it would be transient in its influence. Mm-hmm. It would come and go. So this is the case with all such mixing of rasas, if you will. However, as I mentioned, hmm, well, think about it. When is Krishna not thinking about Radha? Hmm? It would be difficult to sort that out. Right? <laughs> so, uh, therefore, these gopas, these friends, have been defined in a particular way and distinguished from the other three types of sakas. They have, you have hold a unique uh, position in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the realm of rasa. Hmm? And Rupa Goswami, of course, has, has given this to the world. We wouldn't know about it. This is his unique competition. One of his unique, there are a number of them, contributions. The whole, his whole bhakti rasa is a contribution, but within the context of that, and his Indian aesthetics and so forth, and rasa theory, hmm? the Priyanarmas are his unique, one of his unique uh, contributions. Hmm? You won't find, for example, there are many iterations of the um, Don Kali Lila, where Krishna sets up a toll and taxes the gopis, doesn't let them through. Those that are prior to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance and so forth. Mm. But you won't find any Priyanarmasakas in in those Lila narratives. But they're very prominent, of course, in uh, in, in Rupa and Raghunathas Goswami's both the very iterations or renderings of. Uh, feelings uh, re- regarding the um, Don Kali Lila. They both have their own editions of it. So, anyway, we have the Priyanarmasakas. Hmm? Then we have the Priyasakas. Priyasakas, of course, are just uh, solely influenced by, 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 by Sakyarasa. We heard about four of them. Hmm? Hujiba Goswami says, by extension, they're kind of Priyanarmasakas. But they're not present and participating actively like the Priyanarmasakas do, their class and their classified by Jeep Goswami as Priyasakas. But because they were present during the Vastraharana Leela, hmm, and because they are his ego, his mind, manas, his chitta, his ahankar, well, they must be everywhere with him hmm, because you can't go anywhere without those things. So, although they're not actively, visibly manifest in those lilas, they're there. And Jiva Goswami uses this logic to say, actually, they're 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 priyasakas too. Hmm? Hmm. Um, although typically they're more uh, readily classified as priyasakas, as Rupa Goswami classifies them. Then, then you have your suhrit sakas, who are a little older, hmm? not much, but a little bit, and. Uh, for example, Balaram is a priya, is a, it could be termed as a surat saka. He's about eight days older than Krishna, the big brother, hmm? uh, and so the, and he and, and their love is also influenced by or mixed with bundled together with with uh, Vatsalya, like an older brother, right? Hmm. And then you have your sakas, who whose sakirasa is also influenced by by dasirasa. Hmm? So different types of sakas, and here uh, a number of them are mentioned. Amongst them, sakas are mentioned, priya sakas are mentioned, and priyanarma sakas are mentioned. Hmm. And these are obviously very special persons. The Bhagavatam Sugadev is calling out their names. This is not uh, typical. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so we get some very interesting inside information to very close associates of Krishna. Hmm? Here it's said that the, there, we heard, uh, was it this morning, I guess tomorrow morning we'll come to this part where now Krishna is, we're, we're reading about the Aprakat Leela, Krishna is leaving in the morning to go cow herding. And everybody, we heard about how exciting of a time it is for all the Sakas 
this is it. We're on our way. We're out the door. Parents are left behind. Girls, who's thinking about them? They're out the door. But those are who are left behind, the gopikas, the older gopis, the mothers, and so forth, the parents, oh, they're not feeling the same as those sakas or as the forest that's now opening and oozing and bowing down, offering their flowers and fruits and oozing with sap and and, and so forth, uh, and doing things like the trees here, ready to provide shade for Krishna, expanding their branches and so forth. He's coming into the forest. So while it's union for some, it's separation for others. Mm. Such is the nature of the Leela. It's high tide and low tide. Depends where you're standing, what your, what your status is emotionally, how the Leela will be affecting you. It will be affecting some as union, others as separation at the same time. Right? So these boys are, are, are... We'll hear tomorrow how when Yasoda finally gives in to giving her blessings that Krishna and Balaram go ahead into the forest, which is agonizing and takes yugas... Hmm? If we were counting in, in eternity, hmm? for those for that time to pass, hmm? he starts to go. He turns back. He starts to go. He turns back. And he can't go without their blessing. Anyway, this, we'll hear about it tomorrow a little bit. Hmm? But when he, she finally agrees, hmm? then she wants to extend her protective motherly feelings and foster them onto others. So she creates a mandala. Hmm? to surround Krishna on the east uh, the, 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 and the, the west, east, south, north, east, south, north, west, like that. Hmm? Well, anyway, four directions. And so she appoints, she's going to appoint uh, boys to be on the four sides of him. So here, Stoka Krishna, Amso, Shidam, Subal. She pl- places them in this. This is a mandala. Hmm? Sukadeva is, is, is seeing this in his heart. This mandala. Hmm? It's generated by the bhava of um, Yashoda, by which that Vatsalya goes a little bit hmm? along with Krishna. Cows are also in Vatsalya. They're going along. <laughs> so that infl- and they'll be and they will be the, they will be the ones that call Krishna back because now it's over we've got to get back to our calves right and he's following the herd so Vatsalya lets him go with the blessing and Vatsalya will bring him back at the end of the day mm-hmm. so here um, Stoka Krishna is standing on the east and what do you have Amsu uh, standing on the he would be on the um hmm, South and then Sridham, Subal on the north and west. Hmm? Then he says, Vishala, Vishaba, Deva Prasthubarata, four more, where they fit. They fit in the, in, 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 in the southeast, southwest, northeast, and northwest hmm? on all sides. Now that's eight directions, but your soul is thinking beyond that. What about above and what about below? Hmm? We got him protected on eight, eight, eight sides, if you will. So uh, he, she says, he says, Sukadev sees, he envisions Vishala, Deva Prastu Varutapa. So here, ten boys are mentioned. These correspond with the, with what happened in the morning, hmm? how Yasoda organized them hmm? to be in this order. Yeah. So, so Brishaba and Oksumi Deva Prasta Varotapa. So, Deva Prasta is below. How's he below? He's sweeping the ground ahead. He's sweeping the ground for Krishna. And 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 Varotapa holding the umbrella. So, up, down. North, south, east, west, northwest, southwest, east, west, and so on and so forth. Right? All ten directions. Hmm? This is a beautiful mandala hmm? appearing in Sukadev's heart. Hmm? As these, and these, of course, are gathered by millions of other cow, cowherd boys. Now, it's a typical summer day, as we're hearing, very hot. Hmm? And 
And Krishna says that, just see. He wants it, He's going to school the boys now. He, he, he's going to give them a very beautiful, beautiful uh, lesson. It says, Pashyaitatan, excuse me, Pashyaitan Mahabhagan, Parartaikanta Jivitan, Vata, Varasata Pahiman Sahanto Varayantina. What does he say? He says, Oh boys, he's calling their attention. Stop for a minute. Just see. Look at these trees. This is a grove of Ashok trees. In, like Kamyaban. This, this is, we'll hear, this is from the out, it's gone a long distance now from, from the village and almost near to Mathura. And there's a nice grove of Ashok trees there. And Krishna's, so they just, he's appreciating them for what they're doing without being asked, standing there. What is that? They're providing shade, he says. Just see, hmm? these Mahabhagavatas, he says. Pashataitan Mahabhagan. They're greatly fortunate. They're magnanimous, these trees, hmm? standing there and enduring, the implication would be, so many elements, but giving shelter to humans from the elements, like, in this case, excessive heat. Hmm? He says He says that uh, they live, these, these are most fortunate beings, they live for the sake of others. Hmm? He says, they... Their life is exclusively for others. That's how he sees the trees of Braj. Hmm? And they protect people from the wind, he says, from the rain, from the heat of the sun, from the snow. I don't know it snowed in Braj, but hmm? it's, it's mentioned here. Hmm? Krishna has seen snow, so he brings it up. Hmm? Even if it snows here, they, they will protect us. Amidst all of the elements. Hmm? And, and in this way, they... Just a, a simple example of how they provide shelter for others, and it's very practical at this point because they're in the heat of the sun, and as we'll hear, they've gone a long distance now. Hmm? They've gone far, far from from home on this particular day, and so he, and here are these ashok trees. Shok means misery. Hmm? Shok. Hmm? These trees are called ashok. Their name. <laughs> so he's in an Ashok grove, and, and it's, it's becoming, it's coming very much prominent in his mind for the reasons that we've mentioned, but also for another reason, hmm? and that is that by comparison, because he's going to compare these these trees to the husbands of the Brahmanis, hmm? the latter of whose bhava has brought him this long distance. Hmm? So he, he's come a long distance for their sake, their sadhakas. Oh, no. We run out of batteries. Hmm. Uh, where's the book? Bhagavatam. They've come a long distance. One moment, please. Yes, they've come a they've come a long distance in the heat. Hmm? They're hungry. Typically, in a day, it's quite common that uh, uh, someone like Danishta will bring out some some food. They'll take some lunch with them as well. But now, no no opportunity. Where'd they go? They've gone such a long distance. Krishna's following the bob of these sadhakas. Hmm? They're sadvis, lady sadhus. They've taken birth as Brahmins, wives of Brahmins in Mathura. Hmm? And so, how do we know that? Uh, he says, what? Um, uh, 
as he praises the trees, he, again, he's praising them for what they do. And there's now there'll be several verses where he speaks about them, verses that are cited by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also in, Ch- in Chaitanya Charitamrita. <coughs> but he's citing them because they're examples of magnanimity, uh, 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 tolerance, hmm? um, uh, giving shelter to others, mercy to others, and so forth. Which he says really is the he's feeling this is what humans should be like. Hmm? Humans should, <coughs> given their uh, special position amongst different species of life, the opportunity to, to make choices without just being driven by the force of nature to go here and there, to be able to say no, thank you, or to be able to say please, you first, and so forth. To be able to do things voluntarily. This means the Atma is coming out from underneath the, the, the influence of material nature. That the less complex the species of life, the Atma is so covered by that, it's just following the, 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 the influence of, of, of the modes of nature. Hmm? And the karma that has been created in human life, hmm, let's say, that needs to just play itself out. As, as we go up the scale, we see we see that, that, that the bodies become more complex, and that complexity lends itself to something that's much more complex than just eating, sleeping, mating, and defending, like loving, hmm? being kind, hmm? considering the other, hmm? and so forth. From self, self, selfishness to selflessness, complexity of life in terms of species, we can see a gradation. From our perspective, that means the Atma is coming more and more to the surface. We can see it in some some species to some extent, hmm? but in human life, it's fully, fully developed. The opportunity to love is there. So we should try to love and figure out where to repose our love that we may get, that we may love most comprehensively. If you want to love comprehensively, you've got to find a place that you can give your love to that will be able to reciprocate entirely in kind, hmm? and you have to give without expectation of return. Right? Hmm? So Krishna, a lover, he's being pulled by lovers who have taken birth in the Prakat Leela. Hmm? It's a little, just a little outside of his immediate district here, but their love is very intense. These girls, these yagnik brahmanis how do they know about Krishna they're not born in the Braj hmm? growing up with him hmm? sisters of his friends cousins of of him and so on and so forth it's a little family you know village extended family this is Mathura the capital big big city hmm? very different feeling there right so how do these ladies become attracted to this idea of the gopis? Of course, it's coming from their previous lives, obviously. Hmm? There are sadhakas in the Leela, in the Prakat Leela. You'll find many. Hmm? It's a union between the Nityasiddhas and Sadhana Siddhas that the Sadhana Siddhas may perfect themselves by such associations we've discussed in uh, previous classes. Hmm? But as far as the practical, how, how does it happen? Right. We know from their previous lives, but practically speaking, well, there's commerce. There's something that the village has that contributes to the metropolitan life. Hmm? So in the forest, for example, in the brudge, they grow flowers. Hmm? So we need flowers for the king hmm? or for, the, for, for worship, whatever may be the case. So some flower seller will come to the outskirts or someone from the city will go to the, to the village for the day to get flowers so there's some commerce back and forth. And there's rumors, there's talk about this boy, Krishna. Mm-hmm. There's talk, and their ears, these Brahmanis, they're very receptive to this. After all, they're sadhikas. They've come with, they take it, but for some reason, we don't know the reason, we can't sort it out. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their trajectory. They've taken birth not as gopis, but as Brahmanis. This is, that's a bit of an impediment. Mm-hmm. Right? Krishna is, a, is an abhira, a type of uh, vaisha, mixed with a little, little, little bit of uh, 
sattva, a little bit of Brahman. Hmm? Chatriya, that's that's Krishna in Mathura. They think he's a Chatriya. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, so in the context of the Leela, there's a problem for a Vaisha to marry a Brahmani. Hmm? Right? And the Varnashram is very much in place there, right? In the context of the Leela. Superficially. So, it's a peculiar situation, but but their hearts are in the right place. Somehow they took birth as Brahmanis and they will meet Krishna in the Prakat Leela. And they will attain their, their objective by His grace. And it's their feelings that have come, practically speaking, for Krishna by hearing about him for this commerce hmm, between Mathura and 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 Vrindavan and the forest dwellers, the village dwellers, hmm. and this has captivated them, hmm, captivated them entirely, hmm. and they've shared their thoughts with one another. So Bhagavatam goes on to say what that. Hmm, Actually, I go back to the first verse. I tried started with the second verse, but the first verse tells us: "Ata gopi paribrito bhagavan devaki sutta vrindavanad gato duram charayan ga sahagraja." So he says, "Ata Sukadev, another time." As we've already explained, the second verse explains it's the summertime. His his heart has gone there. Hmm? These uh, gopas. Hmm? Uh, Sometime later, Krishna, the son of Devaki, he says, uh, Gopaki, go, uh, Bhagavan Devaki Sutta. Bhagavan, hmm, the son of Devaki, hmm, surrounded by his friends and accompanied by Balaram, hmm, went a distance from Vrindavan herding cows. So we, we, we mentioned it. And it's the summer. And it's where is the distance? So how do we know that they've come to the outskirts, where, how do we know where they are? Hmm? So, Sukadeva, in, in, in the language of his, of, of his Bhava, is telling us when he says, Bhagavan Devaki Sutta. Hmm? Krishna, who is the son of Devaki. What? Hmm? In Braj, he's the son of Yashoda. In Mathura, he's the son of Devaki. Hmm? So his mind is on these girls, and they think of him He's the son of Devaki. That's what we've heard. Hmm? Devaki's there in Mathura. She, in Prakatlila, she's in, imprisoned with her husband hmm? and ex- exploits of her son who's been transferred. This, is this, this isn't known in the Braj. If it's known, it's not considered. It's, 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 oh, that's a false rumor. Hmm? And they have a way of explaining it away. Hmm? Yeah, this will very much come... When Krishna goes to Mathura, and then Nanda's there with him, and and Devaki and uh, Vasudeva are freed, and Kams is slain, and so forth, it's a problem. We'll, we'll hopefully come 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 that far. But you see the the bhava, the prame of the Brajbasis, how they can turn everything around hmm, to their to to adjust. Their thinking and their, their their logic and their reasoning to conform to their bhava, hmm? very 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 compelling, right? So here in, in just in this language, if we follow it, the bhava sugadeva, we can understand when he says Devaki Putra, hmm? the son of Devaki. Oh, so he's going to be talking about something that's happening in a place that where they think of him as such, hmm? as the son of Devaki. Well, that where's that? That's near Mathura. What forest is that? Hmm? What's that like? Oh, there's a famous grove of Ashok trees there. Hmm? <laughs> so, so this is where they've come. Hmm? And Krishna's plays praising the trees, their virtues. Hmm? And he's praising them for their virtues. Given the circumstances, it comes to mind, the heat and so forth. And, and the boys are awed by this. They're getting a lesson in like Dharma. And not only Dharma, but they're getting a lesson in something like even even 
beyond Dharma. Because in Dharma, the Karma Mark, we sacrifice things hmm, to get other things. But in Gyan, we sacrifice ourselves. So there's a sacrifice of things and then there's a sacrifice of the self. Hmm. The latter will be greater. Hmm. And of course, Bhakti is the highest Gyan, the highest knowledge. So the sacrifice that's it, that, that, that Bhakti, the Braj Bhakti, fosters and culminates in, we refer to it using the language of Pujapatrita Marsh as self-forgetfulness. It's one thing to sacrifice and think, I should do this. Hmm. Krishna's instructing him along these lines. See how these trees are living. Humans, he, his implication is, humans should live like this. You have human life now. Hmm? You should be kind to others. Hmm? Show mercy to others. Live like this. How kind has God been to you to give you a human form of life? It's very, therefore, very unbecoming for a human being to be selfish and envious. We don't think of it if a dog is or a cat. Hmm? Right? If the children are, we teach them, no, don't do like that. That's not right. Hmm? So it's very unbecoming to see an adult. Hmm. <laughs> what kind of culture is this? <laughs> Everybody's like that practically in the cultures where we, where we come from. Hmm? This is a, anyway, he's giving them a very beautiful instruction and the boys are awed by this. Hmm? They're, in, they're inspired with a dharmic sensibility and more. In the context of the legal, to hear these kind of instructions from Krishna, they're very, they're very inspired. It's something like, wow, like Nanda talked to us when he tells us those Puranic stories and inspires us to be better boys and, and to grow up to be like him, righteous, selfless, kind, so forth. Now, is, now Krishna's saying the same thing these kind of things. And using the tree, it's just a very practical example. And they're experiencing it. They're moving under the shade of the Ashok tree. And their Ashoka, from the heat, is going away. Krishna's extending his sense of his devotees also beyond the humans in the Leela to include the, 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 the flora and the fauna as well. He's speaking about the trees in terms of giving a lesson, which all trees do if we look at them as Mahaprabhu taught, Trinada Pisunichena, Torora Pisahishnuna. From a tree, we should learn to be tolerant. We're living in the forest, there's so many trees. As I've often said, how many times have you here, have you seen a tree? And, um, and amongst those times, how many times have you thought of this verse of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Oh, I should be tolerant. See how that tree is bending over trying to offer some fruits. Hmm. Can I give him some water? Hmm. Or can I, how can I, I, I respond? Hmm. But the thoughts don't come. Hmm. Mahaprabhu saw the world like the trees spoke to him like this. Here they're speaking to Krishna like this in the same way. Mahaprabhu will remember these, these, this further description that he gives about the trees, the nature of their magnanimity, and cite it himself. In the context of, of, of his own bhakti kripa metaphor, he said, "I am a gardener. I planted the tree of bhakti, and I am the tree, as well. Hmm? And its fruits, its branches are many devotees. Its fruits are love of God, and this is parupakar." Hmm? When Mahaprabhu says, "Bhard bhumite hoila manusya janmajar janmasarta kori parupakar," those born in Bharata, hmm? they should. They should do para upakar, the greatest welfare for for others, hmm? because it's such a special place. Here, Krishna appeared there, Balaram appeared there, hmm? so many avatars. Hmm. Of course, when we compare them to Krishna and Balaram avatar, well, they're obscured. What to speak of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance? What he's bringing out? Hmm? So, a special place that from here the world should be nourished. Hmm? It should not. It should not be following the industrial uh, tech uh, current of the world, uh, only enough to 
faci- to further facilitate the pursuit of dharma. Only when it, it, it's fruitful for that, it's not a goal in itself, just to manipulate n- nature in one way or another to find is there another way to enjoy it through my tongue, through my genital, through my ear, through my eyes, through my tactile sense, which is what it's all about. No, it's not about that at all. Hmm? So it may have its place. We may use it, but for what? Only as much as it may help to facilitate the pursuit of dharma. Bhaktisiddhanta thought like this. So let us take it and use the printing press and make a big sankirtan, a big drum, hmm? spread all over the world. Prabhupada cited this verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita He said, oh, I've tried in India. I couldn't get these people going. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's blessing is then transferred to my Western disciples. Hmm? They should do parupakar and give this dharma, hmm, prema dharma, parodharma, to the whole world by their example. As Govinda Maharaj said, I mentioned the other day, he said, in Prabhupada Swami, he didn't only give it to the West like Prabhupada's own pranamati wrote for himself, says. He gave it to the West and the East. He gave it to us too. Hmm? He reminded us through all this, his Western disciples that he inspired hmm? when they came to India. Oh, we've got something valuable here. Hmm? Western youths are taking it. Hmm? It's a fashion amongst the youths at the time, 60s and 70s. Hmm? And they were very earth-shaking, booming <laughs> boomers, <laughs> people at the, at the time. They're taking this up. Hmm? Goodness. Hmm? So when Mahaprabhu was speaking this, uh, uh, he quotes a couple of these verses here, hmm? telling us, as Krishna did, as he did in Krishna Lila here, we're hearing, that we should be magnanimous, like trees, kind like trees, hmm? generous. Humans should be living a life for others. Hmm? And realize that the giving is the receiving. Giving and what is the best thing to give. Hmm? That is Harinam. Hmm? And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was teaching. So, here we we shall just read a little more what he says then about the trees and the verses that Mahaprabhu um, cites. Hmm? Just see how the trees are maintaining every living entity. Their birth is successful. Their behavior is just like that of great Mahabhagatas. Hmm? For anyone who asks anything from the tree never goes away disappointed. Of course, there's two levels in which he's speaking about the trees. Trees in general, ordinary, that serve as a metaphor for what we're talking about. Hmm? He's talking about them for this reason and also, as I, as I was mentioning, by way of contrast in terms of the Leela now that he's entering into which is delivering the wives of the Brahmins. He's speaking to the boys about the virtues of trees. If trees can be like this, certainly we humans should be. Certainly we humans who call ourselves religious should be. Like those yagnik Brahmanas who are selfish. How unbecoming that is. Hmm? They are humans. They are Brahmins. They're performing sacrifice. And they're selfish. Of course, we don't know this now, but this will come out, right? And the contrast between them and their wives, who are supposed to be, according to the Barnashram, serving them. As it turns out in the end, you'll see, the Brahmins say, they are our gurus. Our wives are our gurus. After they become enlightened by, by their example. So, this is in Krishna's mind. Hmm? But also, on another level, he's speaking about the fact that the trees of Braj, they're all kalpa brikshas, they're alokika. Hmm? They can talk. Hmm? Dr. Kapoor, his initiated name was Adi Keshavadas, disciple of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasitaku, who taught his educated disciples often to go by their secular names which had, were, were lettered like Dr. Kapoor, his PhD, um, because that would bring presti- prestige to the mission. Hmm? Um, so you could find many of the articles in the Harmonist that the author's secular names are given such and such, such and such, MD, BA, PhD. So anyway, we used to refer to him as Dr. Kapoor. <laughs> and, uh, and he... After the passing of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarsitaku, he had 
came under the influence of of um, Goranga Goswami. Uh, Goranga Das Babaji, I should say, and uh, and he told me the trees. Doctor Portum told me the trees used to talk to him and tell him, "Go here, go there, in Braj." He told me with with wide eyes, as if it was like shown to him as well. Hmm? Of course, we we already know that, but when when the tree actually talks to somebody, then it's it's powerful and compelling, right? Confirming. But there are lokika. This is the nature. The whole place is chintamani dam, right? Hmm? Chintamani dam. The dust is chintamani. Hmm? It's often described, and we read about this uh, a few days back, the the the, 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 the dam in terms of extraordinary opulence. Emerald branches, branch from one tree, a ruby branch from another, hmm? houses constructed out of emeralds, and so on and so forth. But the import of this, of course, is that these things are very attractive to people in this world, but they have no attraction to the people. They're building. They're like, like you can get it at at the at the bill at the hardware store. You can pick it up. I'd like an emerald uh, foundation block, please. Hmm? Okay, thank you. Just put that there, cover it up. Hmm? Because what the real wealth there? What is the wealth? What is the what is the dhan? The wealth of Brudge. Golokair Premodhan. And how does it come here? It's exported. Harinam Sankirtan. Through the Sankirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The, the, the Prem is the Dhan, is the wealth. They have no interest in anything else. The trees can produce anything. The cows can produce anything from their udders. All they want is love of Krishna. That's all. That's what they embody. So... Uh, so he's also speaking to the boys, glorifying these alokic trees, those who have taken birth as trees in the Prakat Leela. Hmm? Ordinarily, a tree's birth eh, would not be thought to be great. Hmm? Krishna's making much out of it as a metaphor, but these trees are great because they're, they're in the Dham. Hmm? Mm-hmm. They're wish-fulfilling trees. Hmm? And typically, the vines and trees of Brudge tend to be what? Affected by Madhuri Rasa. The hills by Sakya Rasa. The tree, the plants by Madhuri Rasa. Mm-hmm. So, coming to his mind mm-hmm. for good reason, right? Given the reason that he's there, he's been drawn there by the bhava of these yagnik brahmanas. So that's this is, all, this is all the leading to that, pointing to that, right? So he goes on describing again just the virtues of the trees, and we'll conclude with his description. These trees fulfill one's desires with their leaves, flowers, fruits, their shade, roots, bark, and wood, and also with their fragrance, sap, ashes, pulp, and shoots in every way. He says, hmm? "This is village life. It's so beautiful when you go through, go to a forest and." You go with someone like Chitahari from Massachusetts. He, used to live. He, he can go through the forest and say, yeah, that's a maple, that's a birch, that's a, 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 a that's a this tree, or that tree. And, and or like Juan here with a, this tree. He knows the name, but what they do exactly. There's an intricate part, intimate, intricate and intimate part of their whole lifestyle interacting with the trees and plants and so forth. So charming, so meaningful, so rich. So much we become distanced from in our industrial society, hmm? so distanced from that we attack practically the environment. Hmm? We, 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 we destroy it. It's worshipable by us. It's a manifestation of Bhagwan hmm? uh, that Prichet Marsh was interested to hear about. Hmm? Because every aspect of him is wonderful. Even his Maya Shakti. You think it's a bad place, but it's been manifest by Mahavishnu for us by which we can overcome karma, have a body, be active, overcome our karma, and uh, and more, through bhakti, and attain bhakti. So, it's a beautiful place. It's a worshipable place. Now the devotee sees it. He's not, a, he's not fighting with material nature. That's only how it appears in the, in the beginning. 
So, so, so are the trees. He says every every part of them he's talking about, all available for humans in so many ways to be utilized. It is the duty, he says, this is one of the verses that uh, Mahaprabhu quotes, Etabaj Janma Salpayam Dehi Namiya Dehi Shu Pranayar Artair Dhyavacha Shaya Archananam Sada. That it is the duty of every living being to perform welfare activities for the benefit of others with his life, wealth, intelligence, and words. This human life is a blessing. It should be it should be used for others. The wealth that you have, the intelligence that you have, hmm? um, the very life that you have, the words that you have, the ability that you have to speak and language and communicate and so forth. It should be used for a higher purpose. Hmm? This is our idea. Human life has a special opportunity, a special purpose, as it's a special blessing, and with it becomes a, a, a responsibility. But it's understood properly, mm, to share, to love, to learn to love. So, And then he says what? Thus moving among the trees whose branches are bent low by their abundance of twigs, fruits, flowers and leaves, Lord Krishna came to the banks of the Jamuna. Bhagavan Shri Krishna ki jai, Sukadev Goswami Maharaj ki jai, Brajalila ki jai, Gorlila ki jai, Gor Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, Gaur Premanande Vancha Kalpaturubhyas Chakripa Sindhubhye Bhatcha Patitanam Pabhanebhyo Vaishnabhebhyo Namo